Welcome to Girlfriends Pray Podcast. We are a prayer ministry for women, and our mission is to draw women closer to God through prayer. To learn more about Girlfriends Pray, go to our website, www.girlfriendspray.org. Follow us on social media at Girlfriends Pray and join us for prayer every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, plus on Wednesdays at 12 o'clock noon. Our call-in number is 712-775-7031, access code 943334-POUND. We invite you to connect, support, or become a partner of Girlfriends Pray. Remember, 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says to pray without ceasing. God bless you. And I'm going to look at Psalm 34 today, Psalm 34 and 18. Psalm 34 and 18. I solicit your prayers in advance because I am... Uh, leading while leading um, this morning and um, going through a great deal that I'm going to share with you uh, um, in a minute. But Psalms 34 and 18 says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and he saves those who are crushed in spirit. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and he saves those who are crushed in spirit. Um, I really don't want to preach it or teach it. I just have to minister it today, so I need you to catch it this morning. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and he saves those who are crushed in spirit. Uh, This weekend is so significant um, from a historical standpoint and even some events that took place this this particular week um, has made it even more significant, difficult, and challenging to navigate through. It was back in 2011 when I was finishing up my associate's uh, degree, finishing up my associate's program, and I was excited. I was looking forward to the completion of it. I had come to the end, and I was ready to celebrate throughout the month of December because I finally conquered a Goliath in my life, and I was completing the first level of my degree. Well, in the midst of that excitement and that joy and that happiness, it was the 3rd of December. Say so it's the day I always remember because that was the day that my father died. My father died and didn't hear from my father and called him and knew something was up. So I went to his house and found my father dead on the side of the bed. And um, so, so this this time of year after Thanksgiving is always it's always a little rough. That was six years ago. It's always a little rough uh, dealing with this season going into the December season because I always had that memory, I always had that visual, I always have that in mind of what transpired with my father. Well, fast forward six years later, I was two two weeks away from now completing my master's degree. Same excitement, same joy, same jubilation. Um, I was really looking forward to December and really just, just letting my hair down and just having a good time because now I've completed a four-year master's degree. And I even I even spoke to my brother a couple of weeks ago, and I said, man, I hope nothing tragic happens. And I said, you remember the last time I was completing my degree and I came to the end, you know, my joy 
turned into sorrow. And I said, man, I hope we can just get through December um, without any obstacles, without any challenges. Well, Sunday, immediately after church, I get a call from my best friend's wife, a wonderful family, wonderful couple who actually helped me find they, they, they're founding members of the church. Um, this is an individual that we went to grade school together, junior high together, high school together, um, best friends. I'm talking about we baptize together, we travel together. Our sons are the same age. We're raising our children together. Every other weekend, they're at our house or we're at their house. Um, do everything together. When I get a call that he was taking his son um, back to college. His son goes to college in Kenosha, Wisconsin, to Carthage College, plays football. And while he was taking his son back to college, um, he passes out. Passes out, he has a massive heart attack, and um, they were able to get him to the hospital. <clears throat> we immediately jumped in our cars from Indianapolis. It was a four-hour drive. We got there. We got there just in time enough for the doctors to say, um, he was stable, but he crashed 15 minutes ago. We're doing all that we can to, to revive him, uh, but to no avail. They were not able to, and he passed away. And so that was this past Sunday. So on tomorrow, I will have um, the unfortunate privilege, privilege, whatever you want to call it, I don't know, of eulogizing my best friend. Six years ago, almost to the to the very uh, day and week, I eulogized my father, and now I will have to eulogize my best friend. And so, it is with a um, uh, just a hurting heart that uh, I ministered to you this morning, and um, I just want you to be encouraged. I want to look at Psalm thirty-four, eighteen, which lets us know that God is close to the brokenhearted, that whoever is on the line today and you're experiencing a broken heart, that what, what, whatever you've been through, whatever life has dealt you, whatever you've gone through, this is not the time to doubt God. This is not the time to lose your faith. Oftentimes we go through pivotal circumstances in life and either one or two things will happen. Either it will cause your faith to struggle or it will cause your faith to be strengthened. Either it will cause your your faith, either you will start to doubt, or it will develop your faith. Either it will, it, it will kill your faith or it will cultivate your faith. And the Bible lets us know that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted because there are seasons and there are circumstances that you will go through in life that it will seem like that God is far from you. There will be seasons and circumstances that you will endure in life <clears throat> that you will have the mindset of, God, where are you? Where are you, God? You see what I'm going with. You see what I'm dealing with. You see what I'm going through. Where are you, God? For somebody, it may be some situation at work, and you, you're doing all that you can, but it seems like you're being bullied. It seems like you're being picked on. You, I mean, you show up on time, you stay late, you even sacrifice lunch, you train people, you play by the books, you play by the rules, but it seems like there's no hope for advancement. It seems like, you know, other people get promoted over you that you are more qualified for, and, and you go through seasons, or maybe even you've been dismissed unjustly or whatever the case may be, and you're saying, where are you, God? 
or maybe it's relationships and everybody else is walking down the aisle. <laughs> Here you are, <laughs> faithful as can be. Here you are doing everything that you're supposed to do, but you're wondering, where are you, God? You're faithful. You're giving. You're being a great steward over your finances, whether it's tithe and offering or giving back or whatever the case may be, but it seems like you're still struggling and you ask the question, where are you, God? Because we will go through seasons in life where it seems like God is far from us. Holidays can be hard for a lot of people. This is the time where a lot of people start to get depressed or they start to just feel down and they start to feel low. And you go through things and you ask God, where are you, God? Well, I want to let you know if you're feeling lonely or if you feel like God has left you, if you feel like God has abandoned you, if you feel like God is nowhere near you, if you're in so much pain that you're saying that God can't be close and I don't feel his presence, Psalm 34 and 18 lets us know the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. That I remember the, the, the poem about the, um, uh, uh, the footprints in the sand where an individual, he began to look back over his life, and he's seen footprints in the sand. As a matter of fact, he's seen two sets of footprints, and he began to notice that God was walking with him throughout the course of his life. But then when he began to look at the difficult seasons and the hard seasons and the tough times, he began to see that there was only one set of footprints. And he began to say, God, why did you abandon me in the hard times? Why did you abandon me in the bad times, in the hard seasons of my life? There's only one set of footprints. Why did you let me walk by myself? And God began to explain to him, I didn't abandon you. I didn't leave you. I didn't forsake you. It's in the hard times. It was in the hard seasons. It was in the midst of those moments that were so critical and crucial in your life that you didn't have the strength to walk. And so I picked you up and I carried you. And the pair of footprints that you see in the sand during the difficult times, those were my footprints because I was carrying you. And this is what you got to understand. But by the grace of God, throughout the difficult times and the, the hard times in the midst of your life, God is closer to you than ever before because Psalm 34 and 18 lets us know that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. Whatever has broken your heart, whatever has shattered your heart, whatever has caused your heart to burst, whether it is the death of a loved one, whether <clears throat> Somebody has forsaken you. Whatever it is, the Bible says that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted, that he's near you, he's nigh you, he's closer now than ever before. And I love it because the B clause of the text says that he saves those who are crushed in spirit, that oftentimes when your spirit is crushed, when you feel defeated, when you feel like you can't go on, when you need to be rescued, when you feel like you can't go another further, the Bible lets us know that God saves those who are crushed in spirit, that God will be your salvation in the midst of this moment. If you can understand salvation from the, the spiritual aspect and the Christianity aspect as Jesus Christ doing for us what we couldn't do for ourselves, the same thing applies to whatever situation you're dealing with that God has the power and the ability to save those who are crushed in spirit, that God can rescue you 
out of the very thing that you're facing, that God can bring you out. He can pull you out of that depression. He can pull you out of that despair. He can pull you out of whatever it is that you find yourself sinking into because not only is he close to the brokenhearted, but God will save those who are crushed in spirit. I don't know what's crushed your spirit this morning. I don't know what has you down and out. Y'all, the foundation for me right now was Psalm 34 and 18. I want Psalm 34 and 18 to be the foundation for you, that God says you don't have to stay in that situation, you don't have to stay in that pain, you don't have to keep swimming in that depression, you don't have to keep laying down in the muck, in the mire of the mess that you're facing, no, because not only am I close to you if your heart is broken, but I will rescue you, I will save you, I will provide for you a lifeline if you're crushed in spirit. I want you to be encouraged today. I know I'm going through, but God is still good. First Thessalonians 5 and 18 says, give thanks in all things. We are to give thanks, and so I'm giving thanks this morning for the grace and the mercy and the power of God. And whatever you're facing, whatever you're dealing with, Whatever you're going through, I want you to be able to do the same. Don't forget it. I need you to remember Psalm 34 and 18. The Lord is close. He's nigh. He's near to the brokenhearted. And he saves those who are crushed in spirits. Father God, we love you so much and we honor you on today. We thank you. We bless you. There is none like you in all the earth, Father God, and we pause for the cause to worship you on today. Lord, we love you so much and we adore you from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. Your name is worthy to be praised, Father God, and we want to give you the glory and the honor that is due your name. Lord, we come to you humbly, humbly before you right now, Lord, just to honor you, Father God, to thank you for what you've done, Father God, for what you're doing and what you are preparing to do in the midst of our hearts, in the midst of our lives. Lord, we pray that you will just continue to lead us in the plain and in the perfect path. Lord, we pray that you will see what we stand in the need of and supply it according to your riches and glory. Father God, we come to you right now, Lord Jesus, just asking you to comfort those who are comfortless. Father God, we ask that you will help those and heal those, Father God, who are hurting. Father God, throughout this holiday season or throughout the circumstances in our lives, Father God, we ask you that you will just be God in the midst of it all, that you will lead us and guide us and direct us in the way that you desire for us to go. Thank you, Father God, that no matter what we face, your word can fix, that you said in your word that you are close to the brokenhearted and you save those who are crushed in spirit. Father God, just continue, Father God, to be with us throughout every situation and circumstance in the midst of our lives. Father God, we thank you, Father God, that you are our peace, that you are our rock, that you are our refuge, that we can run unto you in the time of a storm, that we can seek shelter in you in the midst of everything that we go through. Lord, we love you so much and we honor you on today. We just ask for continued uh, 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 prayers and blessings, Father God, over this country over this nation, over this world. So much is going on, Father God, in this world. So much calamity, Father God, is going on. Father God, the slave trade that's taking place, Father God, we lift that up before you. The injustices that are taking place, Father God, we lift that up before you. 
Father God, the threat of the nuclear war, Lord, we lift that up before you, Father God. All of these things that are taking place, Father God, these sexual harassment claims, Father God, we, we just pray for the men and the women of this country, Father God, the women who are being treated unfairly and unjustly, Father God, and, 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 and not um, being treated equally, Father God, as far as rights and pay and all of these. Father God, we lift all of this up before you because you are a God that has the power to fix it all. But we love you so much and we honor you on today. We thank you. We love you, Lord. We lift your name on high. We ask that you just continue to have your way. We look unto you. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. With you, we can do all things, and without you, we can do no thing. So just continue to be kind. We thank you, Father God, in advance. It is in the mighty, the marvelous, the matchless, miracle-working, magnificent name of Jesus Christ we do pray. Amen. Amen. 